Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yoshodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Planter Podcast. I'm your host, Amya Shodi. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. And if you have been listening to the pod snatch, welcome back. I appreciate you for tuning in to another episode. So this episode is going to be a bit of encouragement for you, especially those of you who are going through like changes, like life changes, pivoting. Because I don't know, I just felt that just some of you that are listening may just be trying to navigate, navigating things because life is just changing and it's not what you expected it to be. You thought you were going to be in one place in life, but you find yourself in a completely different place. And it can be a little nerve-wracking, and it may seem like you're trying to return back to the former, but you're supposed to change to something new. So this episode is really going to be encouraging you that it's okay to pivot. It's okay to not be and stay how you used to be or aspire to have the same things as you used to aspire to. And really just get comfortable in your new role, in your new season, and just adopting the identity that God has for you. So I've been talking a lot about identity on the podcast for the last couple of weeks because that is something that has been really prevalent in my life. Really taking ownership of being a daughter instead of looking at myself without knowing it as an orphan. So going from orphan thinking to sonship. And part of that sonship that I am understanding or taking part of that role is really just adapting to my new identity, adapting to who I actually am. And this, you know, has been something that I didn't even realize, like I said in the last podcast, that I didn't realize that it was I was struggling with my identity. And I clearly see, you know, with all the help that I've been getting in regards to investing into reading books, getting coaching and therapy and just having a really good community and just spending time with God. It's like, yo, like your identity be attacked a lot. So before God wants, you know, us to be released into certain areas that we're supposed to have dominion over, I believe that he's calling us in this time to have a firmer grasp on our identity, especially as sons and daughters. So if I say sonship, I'm saying both son, daughter, whatever, but our sonship, like looking at the father as a father rather than insert taskmaster or you know oh he's upset with me and he's always discouraged that I do this or all these negative thoughts that we can 
look at God and we may not even know it. So really just knowing that we have a home, basically just tying that all in, knowing that we have a home and a God who actually loves us and wants to father us and us being accepting to him wanting to father us and be an identity. So that's what I have been learning lately. And just part of that is accepting that. So if he's given some kind of promise to you that you're going to inherit something, because I'll just say this, um, you know, I've been reading the book I told you last week um, from slavery to sonship. And, you know, when the Bible talks about inheritance and all of that, you know, I always thought it was just like in heaven. Like I knew that we have an inheritance here, but sometimes until I guess you get the revelation or the understanding, you just think that it's in heaven. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my inheritance. But like, no, we have earthly inheritances here too. We have promises that God has given us as a people, as his body, but then also individually. So those dreams, those aspirations, those things that are in your heart, that are your desires, probably they're an inheritance that God has for you, for you to gain. But he just needs us to go through the process and learn and grow and become strong in our identity and all these things so that when we do receive that inheritance, we're not going to mess it up. We're not going to take bad behaviors that maybe we had before and use it to destroy the good thing that God has for us. So what I'm learning is being in sonship means that you know that your father is going to give you your inheritance, your earthly inheritance with the plural S inheritances, and then also your heavenly inheritance. So we don't have to feel like, oh my goodness, So God said, I'm going to have this, but I'm not really sure. Life is not really panning out the way that I thought it would, or it's getting really rough, or I just don't understand why am I going here when I thought I was supposed to go in this direction, and it's just not making sense. Being secure in our identity and our sonship knows, we know that, okay, if God said it because he's a loving and good father, I'm going to receive it. I just need to continue to be under his mission. He's not going to just snatch it away from me. He's not going to just, just kidding, like, you're actually, that's actually not it. You were going the wrong way this whole time and all of that. No. So he's been really working with me on that just really being secure on identity. And this is important because it's helping me to also assume more of the identity that I have here. As I've said before, and I'll, you know, for those who are new, I'll tell you a little bit about my story. You know, I've had to make a really big transition from where I thought I was going to be, which was being a doctor. That was like my biggest aspiration in life up until I was about 23 or 24. And, you know, I was the person that studied really, really hard in school to be the best that I could be. I did what was required of me, the interning, I shadowed, I volunteered, I did different opportunities, like I did all of that. And you can even hear some of the experiences. I have even podcasts when I was still in school going through this, which is so crazy. Like, I'm like, wow, what a transition, uh, like from three, four years ago to now, and like how I'm talking. Because even on the podcast, I was like, I'm gonna be a doctor, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I was on that path. 
and was really confident that that's what I was going to do. And it got to a point literally after I had taken the MCAT and was applying, literally as I was applying for school, for a medical school, I just felt like I just couldn't go on anymore. I felt like I just couldn't push forward and apply. So I just said, you know, I'd already applied to a master's program and I had gotten in. So I said, you know what, I'm going to just wait. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I don't need to go next year. Maybe I can just go later on after the master's. And then in my master's program, I realized that, yeah, I don't really want to do this. (laughs) Like, I don't really want to do medicine anymore. Like, this just isn't for me anymore. And that sounds like something that's just so simple. Like, it's not for me anymore. Like, just, just move on. But it's almost as if a dream of mine had been dying, was dying. Like this idea that I had of myself that I had worked so hard to attain, now it's crumbling. And I have to now sift through that and assume a new identity. Assume a new identity, but assume an identity that was actually mine. Because I'll be honest, even when I was doing all of that stuff, I was kind of trying to convince other people that that's the path that I was going, supposed to go on, but also in the same way, kind of convincing myself. On the last podcast, I mentioned that it felt like, it felt like I was in a box and always wondering, is this the best that life has to offer? But I was like, whatever, this is all I know. I'm going to just keep pushing forward because this is all I know. So I would have kept going in a direction, basically with just that snippet of this is all I know, this is all that I know to aspire to be, and would have missed out on all the opportunity that came later on. So I had to, and still, just move forward and look to what is my future, what is next. And it has at times been difficult because again, this is something that was 20 years in the making that I was working towards. And now I'm assuming a new identity, a new person. But really it's the person in which God intended for me to be. Because if I look back at my interests growing up, what I was doing, what I was really, really interested in, right? Not that I had a idea of what I should be interested in, but what I was really interested in, I was always the type who was like trying to start businesses. So I like made like a card business when I was really young. I was always trying to like invent things and do things. I was teaching people, even in college, I was teaching people either through tutoring or I was teaching at a elementary school or I was leading some type of like um, group, especially for biology on like teaching stuff. So, so those type of activities I had a natural knack for. Even in high school, I opened a business. I was selling like these bracelets and t-shirts. I would do entrepreneurial competitions in high school. So go to different places around my city and compete. Like I built a business idea and do pitch competitions. I would put together events at church sometimes and just have just different things, man. Just experiment, but never fully allowing myself in a way to do those things because I was so stuck on this is the way things need to be done. 
this is all I know, this is the best that I can do, and you know, what's up? That's that's it. I remember in high school, and I think I mentioned this before, Googling, is there a job where you can like help people be the best that they can be? <laughs> like I remember like as I was applying for colleges because I was just like, I don't know. And I felt that there was possibly something else for me out there, but I just didn't know then. And, you know, the eight years ago, we didn't have social media wasn't what social media is now. Like people can just be like, I'm going to train people in this. Like I've been doing this skill for this long. I'm going to train them in this. I'm going to make courses. I'm going to be like an online entrepreneur, entrepreneur. I'm going to go speak here and do that and do this. So we don't ha- we didn't have the access. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, eight years, but you know, we didn't have the access that we do now to see that there are different ways to use your gifts and use your talents and all of that. So now fast forward, I'm realizing that that's not for me. And I think why I wanted to speak about this is to just encourage you as well that like, You don't have to be who you always thought you were supposed to be, especially if that person that you thought you were supposed to be isn't really who you are. You know, I always felt like I needed to defend myself when people would be like, oh, I still feel like you're going to be a doctor because in their minds, they're like, you have all the 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 things you have all the classes, you studied biology as well, you did a master's I have a master's in nanomedicine and it's like it only makes sense it's like well you have everything lined up so why would you not do this but in my heart I'm like I know that it's not for me because I felt like I was in a jail for so long it felt like I was stuck to just one thing and one way of thinking for so long and I feel like now it's time for me to spread my wings and to fly and really be who I'm called to be and I know that you can relate to that because you're probably like oh my goodness like I was supposed to be a lawyer or I'm supposed to do this or maybe I was supposed to run the family business. That's what they said that I was supposed to do. And I've assumed that identity. But it's like something in you is just trying to break free and be like, no, like if those thoughts and those ideas of me and maybe what other people think of me, it feels like it's trying to put me in a box. So I would struggle with that. I would struggle when people would be like, oh, I think you're still supposed to be this. Or, oh, maybe you're just hurt by the situation. You need to grow past it. I still think this. I still think that. But deep down in my heart, I knew it wasn't true. And I remember having a conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago because I was telling her um, about an experience that I had with somebody recently. And they just couldn't get like the direction that I was going in or that I'm going in. They're like, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Why would God tell you to do this and do that? And I'm like, child, we're going to figure that out. I don't know as of yet, but I know that it's going to make sense later, but this is where I'm at now. And they're like, ah, it doesn't make sense. Da, da, da. So I was talking to a friend and she went through a very similar experience. I mean, this girl was in my university as well. I actually met her on the first day of school, which is so funny, and we're still close. So she's part of my my squad. But her heart was set to go to, or to be a chef. Like she had come all the way to the US to learn like the art of being a chef and running businesses and restaurants. 
So she went to school for that. Like for the last two years, we didn't even see her. Like our group of friends didn't see her because she was working 50 plus hours at like one of the top restaurants in Miami. She was helping other restaurants like run their business, knew all the management skills and then graduated and then went on to the UK to go and study management so she could learn even more about how to run restaurants. But then it hit her after she was done with all of that. Like, I don't want to actually be a chef and I don't want to run restaurants after she had done all of that. And now she's in a completely different space or a different arena entirely from being a chef. And when you look at her life, anybody who doesn't know, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, why would you go through all that and you don't want to do that? But she's like, it's just not who I am. She had the time to kind of think about it and all that stuff. So she was telling my, me her story and she was like, well, really what you need to do is let go of the old person in which you thought you were going to be. Let go of that identity and take on the new identity of who you are. Like it's almost as if she like she was talking and how I saw it, saw it. It's like you're dragging like a dead like thing behind you and you're trying to revive it. Like any time that somebody would question me or, you know, what am I doing? And are you sure it makes sense? And it's, or like even in my own heart, really battling with, oh my goodness, maybe in the future, or maybe I'm making a mistake or maybe this, maybe that, or maybe God is going to do it again. And maybe I'm the one being stubborn and, you know, all these feelings and it would literally break me and make me feel so frustrated. And it just felt like I'm dragging this dead thing behind me and trying to revive it. And make it, and maybe at some point it will make sense or whatever. And she's like, let it go and assume this new position. Like, be confident in this new position or this new person that you're becoming. Like, forgive yourself for what you've done and not saying that it was bad or whatever, but just forgive yourself for what has happened in the past, the pain that it's caused, and look to the future, look to the new, and be present where you are today. And she was telling me all of that. And I don't know, it just freed me. I was like, what? You're right. Like, I need to assume this position because it, it feels like, am I going to be who I used to be in the future? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe God is going to do this. Maybe God is going to do that. Maybe I shouldn't let it go. But it's like, no, I am not that person anymore. I need to let this go. So actively working on letting it go. So maybe you're just like, you know, I've been dedicated to this one thing for most of my life or dedicated to this path. And in my heart, I know that it's not for me, but it's what I know. So I have to continue. Look, I encourage you that if you know you're called to pivot, just do it. Now, is it going to be like so easy and everybody's going to be able to make sense of it and all that stuff. Honestly, Diane, let me tell you, you probably won't even be able to make sense of it for the most part at the beginning. And that's just walking into the unknown of things. But what I've come to know in this process is really knowing who I am and learning to be comfortable with, you know, how God made me and how I do things. Like I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like I always have been. I'm a creative at heart. I've always have been. I'm not meant to be 
looking at vials in a lab or looking at test results. Like that's just not me. Not saying that I can't do it, but it's just not me from where I'm at right now. And also I can't be focused on, and you can't be focused on looking to the future, like 50 or 40 or 30 years from now, because honestly, there's enough stress today for us to almost last a lifetime. It's like, look, I can only focus on today. Like what she told me, and I hope this encourages you too, is to look for the ravens of the day. So she was referring back to the story of Elijah, where Elijah was like walking around. God was like, look, I'm gonna send you ravens to come and feed you. Um, and in morning and night, that's how Elijah was taken care of. God fed him through ravens. So it's like, she was telling me that she was, Asking God, what are the ravens for today? Like, what do I need for today? Not for tomorrow, not for next week, not for 10 years from now, but for today. And even Jesus mentioned this. He was like, look, like, don't worry about nothing. Like, don't worry about tomorrow because today has its own troubles. Like, seek me first. Like, just, I I, I got you. I'm going to be able to provide for you today. The bread that you need today. So even that too, like reminding myself not to be crippled in the fear of the unknown of tomorrow because this isn't a set path. This is not what I intended. I'm not really sure what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But all I know is, baby, I'm free in this place rather than where I used to be. So let me just stick in this place. So just get the understanding that you need for today not tomorrow and trying to be like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I'm missing. Maybe I'm not getting it right. Maybe all of these thoughts that keep you crippled and then possibly send you back to where you used to be. So if you are feeling like, I just feel that I'm called to shift. I feel like I'm called to move somewhere. I feel like, you know, I'm being called to change my perspective and assume this new identity, then just go with the flow. One thing also thing that I'm learning is there's no mistakes in God. Like there's there's that scripture that says perfect love casts out fear. And now I see it everywhere. It's so funny. Like I see it in my book. I've seen it on the Bible app and all this different stuff. And I'm like, clearly God is talking to me through that because that fear of like, I'm making a mistake if I move and oh my goodness, if I change what I'm doing, it's what what's gonna happen and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, if God is a good father, Even if I made a mistake, he's going to perfect it. And I just have to stand on that because I need to be able to move without fear. So that's just an encouragement for you that there's no mistakes in God. Like be free, be free to change your mind, be free to change what you've been doing and do something else that is on your heart to do. Like just be free. Don't hold on to, oh, I can't, I can't do anything differently. Oh, if I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I don't know. Just be free. And that's what sonship is really about. It's like knowing that I have a father in heaven who cares about me and who loves me and he'll perfect whatever happens. Like clearly we don't just do things be crazy. You know what I'm saying? That are just like off the wall. That it's like you, you, you testing God now, you know what I'm saying? But If you are like, man, God, I feel like I should do this. I feel like you're calling me to do this. Like, just take a leap. Just do something in that direction of where you think you're supposed to pivot. Like, be free to pivot and to change your mind. Like, who you were before is not who you have to be today. And you don't have to hold yourself to that person that you used to be. And that's something that I'm learning. I used to have different habits when I was younger. 
I used to have different ways of doing things. Last week, what am I talking about? Let me not tell you last week. Like the beginning of this year, last year, like the way that I do things today has changed and it's okay because one word that I get often is to be flexible because it can be so easy to be so rigid and just stuck in our ways and and just be in creatures of habit. I mean, we're human, we're creatures of habit typically, but in these times now, just to be flexible and whatever is on your heart to do, to really go out there and go after what you're trying to do because life is too short. And when I look back over my, especially my college experience, it was good, but I feel like I missed out on so many opportunities because I was so rigid and I could have saved myself a lot of tears and a lot of frustration if, you know, I had really accepted the identity that God was trying to show me that is mine. Now, I don't get upset at myself for what has happened in the past because I only know what I know. I can't change what I didn't know or what I knew then. But all I can do is make the change now and just do better. So you ain't gonna get it right every time and you're gonna make mistakes, but it's okay. And just as you're learning, I'm also learning too. It is okay. It is okay to change and it's okay to pivot. You're not tied to who you used to be and you can assume the identity that you are today and who God is calling you to be today, today, not next week, but today. So I hope that this encourages you. And if you are somebody who you know that you're called to start a podcast, you know that You want to really just dive in to your calling because you feel like God has called you to start a podcast. You want to build something that can last, that can give you the opportunity to build wealth for yourself and to use your voice. Then I would love to accompany you on that journey and help you create your unique podcast, a podcast, a podcast that's not like anybody else's, but it is uniquely your own. And has the ability to grow into something that can not only benefit you, but then also the people that you are called to serve. So if you're an entrepreneurial minded woman who wants to build a podcast, then I would love to help you. I am offering one-on-one coaching right now to be a part of my course where we really just dive into what it means to create your unique podcast, the components of what it is to make a great podcast. How do you come up with content that you don't run out and you're not like, oh my God, like, I don't want to do this for my podcast, <laughs> you know, like, but content that excites you. How do you organize yourself so your podcast is sustainable? So you're not starting and stopping and starting and stopping. So we go through those details and what technology do you need? This, the simple things that you need to start your podcast. So it's not overly complicated and how you can do this in the comfort of your own home. We really dive deep into those things and make podcasting as simple as possible, but ultimately showcasing that you are the wow factor. You are the person that actually brings the beauty out of the podcast. And what makes it rich is you. So if you're interested in that one-on-one coaching, I would love to have a call with you so we can kind of dive deep into your goals, what you're looking to do, what the future holds for your podcast, and how I can help you. So again, if you're interested in that, there will be a link in the description of this episode where you can 
schedule a call with me and we can discuss more about your podcast. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Hope this helped you out and I will speak to you on the next one. All right. Bye.